completely disagree with that. I think that although Miami is known for certain things, I think that mindfulness community was just kind of right on the edge of just being connected to. Welcome to the Breathe Life Podcast. I'm Fahim Mujahid, a Miami-based integrative health and life coach, fitness and nutrition expert, personal trainer, and private yoga and meditation teacher. Each week, we'll explore meaningful content surrounding the importance and impact of living a life of mindfulness or inspiring interviews with the same intention. Together, we'll incorporate a variety of topics given with the same intention to educate, enrich, and inspire one's life. Welcome home. Hey, Jai, what's going on? Fahim Mujahid here. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Breathe Life Podcast, the first one for 2020. So happy new year. Um, if I hadn't had an opportunity to run into you within our community or any events or just anything in, in, in as, as it relates to how I communicate, how I connect with you guys being a part of my tribe, let me say it here for the first time. Happy New Year's. I hope that this new year um, allows space for you to manifest whatever it is you want to create for yourself and, through your, and for your life. Um, but at the beginning of this 2020, I feel like it's an ideal opportunity to speak to a couple of things that we're going to be doing new within the new year. You know, I think New Year's for me have always been an opportunity for reflection, right? And it's usually I reflect on the things from which I'm grateful for, but also I, I reflect on a lot of the lessons that I learned and a lot of the lessons that we that we kind of can take or cultivate from the previous year that can kind of help lay the foundation for what we want to manifest in the new year. And it's actually funny because the last Breathe Life Mass Meditation event we had that was held at Grown in South Miami was actually just on the subject of cultivating the lessons from one year and manifesting them or using them as a way of manifesting things for the new year. So I've been kind of like on that wavelength um, since I can ever, since I can remember, right? So, but kind of looking in, using that as a lens, one of the areas that I want to pour more attention into was the opportunity that I get to come up here and share on this podcast. I think podcasts are very powerful ways to connect with people inside as well as outside of our Breathe Life community and kind of inform you, um, tribe members of all the things and happenings that's going on within our movement, but also it serves as a really good way to stay connected. So I wanted to, per I wanted to intentionally put more love and more thought into how it was structured. So let me speak to that a little bit. So the way we've been going about it right now, the way that I've been going about it right now, it's been very organically, right? Being inspired, whatever it is that I feel like I want to talk about or whatever is showing up for me in my life, there really has been kind of more or less, uh, and an, not necessarily a concrete outline, but using the inspiration to kind of lead the conversation or leading whatever I want to share with you guys. And as, as much as I think that's powerful and there's a lot of purpose in that, kind of allowing whatever it is you want to share to flow and create whatever it is you want to use as an opportunity to connection, I also think that there's a lot of value in structure. Right? A lot of the platforms or a lot of the places that I go to for leadership or podcast shows that I look to for inspiration or a part of my expander group, I find that they have very, not so much rigid, but very construct outlines for how their shows go. And what I find is as a listener, it gives me um, a sneak peek between how um, not only how every show or how that show is going to go that I can, that, you know, that I'm listening to, but I, I can also make the decision whether or not I want to fast forward to the parts that I really like, or if I, if I pick up on the podcast, no matter where it is, I can kind of reflect or reverse back to the beginning because I know the structure. So I want to give you guys the ideal structure that I want to take into this new year. All right. So here we go. 
So the first thing I want to do with every podcast, I want to um, create a segment that's going to be called The Power of Words. I believe, I said this before, I believe that words are very, very, very powerful. And I don't know if we truly take into consideration the impact of words in, in our everyday use. So I want to make sure that every day, now there's going to be certain, or every show, there's going to be certain words that I reuse over and over again. And the reason why I use those words, either one, they come up in our language as, you know, in our societal language or community language consistently. So I think it's, I think it's relevant to continue to reference back to those words that we're addressing those or we're touching on those points consistently. Um, but second, certain words within my life personally resonate at a much deeper level for me. So you're going to find that they may not always, every show may not necessarily always have a different word, um, but nonetheless, the prioritizing of words is going to be something that we do, right? After that, we're going to flow into uh, a segment of the show that's going to be dedicated to quotes. So if you follow me, if you know me, you know that I'm very, very passionate about um, about quotes, literature, words in general. So I want to make sure that with each show that there's an opportunity for me to be able to speak to the quote of the day or the quote of the show. And that quote could be something that I've been wrestling with or carrying with me, using it as an anchor um, the day of the show, or it could be something that I've taken with me for a couple of days. But nonetheless, I want to make sure that we find opportunity to be able to talk a little bit about that. The third segment of the show is going to get into a mindful message or story, right? The brain, and I'm not sure if you guys know this or are aware of this or not, but the way in which we're living our lives, our brain references the life that we're currently experiencing through story. So if you ever want to have a way of connecting or engaging with someone instantly, reference a story because we can often find it much easier for us to find ourselves in stories, right? So I think when I talk about the importance of mindfulness, no, what better way to speak to or using that as an opportunity to connect with you guys at home than to bring a mindful story. So the third segment of our podcast is going to be referencing whatever it is I want to share, but drawing it home and making it personal or personalizing it by having a mindful story. So we'll always, each show will have an opportunity where we're going to use that as an opportunity to connect and engage. Now, if it's a show that I'm interviewing someone um, within our beautiful community, our mindful community, um, then what I'll do is in place of that story, that's when I'll create space for that person to introduce themselves and we'll get a little bit into their story, right? So just, that, so just so you're following me, even when I'm interviewing someone, we'll still have the power of the words, we'll still have um, quoted quotes, and then we'll get into the other person's story. After we finish with the story, whether it be my solo or whether it be an introduction, we're gonna get into what I call the main body of the show. Now the main body of the show is whatever I was driven to write about or to speak about on, 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 on the show in general. Now, it could be short, it could be long, um, chances are, uh, it's not going to be too extensive, but it's going to be something that I feel it's important for me to share for whatever reason. Okay. Now, after we get into that body of feedback or, or, or back and forth, if I'm interviewing someone, then we're going to finish or we're going to conclude that portion with, uh, with uh, questions that anchor. All right. So questions that anchor, the way that we've done it in 2019 is that we would only reference questions or answers that anchor um, to being a variety of questions that are kind of rapid fire. So the guests would speak to or answer to those specific questions. But what I found is that a lot of people were giving me a lot of feedback about how great that was for them to kind of get into having more of a natural conversation with someone and seeing more behind the lens of who someone really is without it being too manufactured. 
So now what we're going to do is we're going to take that questions that anchor or answers that anchor, and we're going to put a few of those on the beginning of the interview, right? So imagine starting a conversation like, what are some of the things that were part of your upbringing that led you to do what you do today, right? Or, you know, what, you know, what are certain things that inspire you now outside of what you do? So using questions like that to really engage and create space for whoever's sharing to connect with you guys, the listeners. Now, if it's just me on one of my brief life um, short breaths, like today, after I get into the main body, after that, then what I'm going to do is usually, usually I'm going to end with just kind of like an action step. I think action steps are very important. So what I want to do is I want to make or, or create within the fabric of our show an action step that I plan to take, and maybe that's an action step that you can take at home. And the idea behind that is to put conscious effort behind how we're going to make our lives better, uh, better for ourselves, which in turn, that's where you initially, that's where you start to make the world better. You start with yourself. So that's going to be how we're going to kind of like change and, and recreate. And hopefully the goal is that it makes for a more enjoyable or more engaging podcast show. Um, and again, these, these add-ons are things that were expressed from the community. So hopefully it's a way um, to add more value there. Now, the other thing that we're going to do um, and that we're excited to bring into um, is, so for this last year with the Breathe Life Mass Meditation, Miami's first mass meditation here, you know, when I, when I concluded one of my meditation programs, I remember saying that I wanted to bring mass, bring meditation and in, in, in a large scale to Miami. And I, I remember how, how resident a lot of, or how hesitant a lot of people within my program was about Miami and not feeling as if the mindfulness community was ready for it here. And I strongly and passionately disagree with that. I think that although Miami is known for certain things, I think that mindfulness community was just kind of right on the edge of just being connected to. So I was happily, and and I was happily, I don't know, um, rewarded or, or, or pleased to see, I guess is more more intentional way of saying it, that people came from so many different parts within our community to share in every one of these mass meditation events. You know, we started off on the harbor over there in Coconut Grove, Miami, and we had over 100 people show up. From there, we got a chance to go to an historic museum here in Miami, and we had about 70, you know, between 60 to 75 people show up to that. So every time, we got a lot of beautiful feedback. But the most important thing is I kind of went on this year you know, I made a commitment to my both of my sisters, who are now my angels, who passed, Zakia and Aliyah. I made a commitment that I would do it for a year. And it was actually a part of the one of the final conversations that I had with my sister Aliyah, who passed over a year ago. So for me, the intention was to just do it for a year. And then after a year, see what resonated, see how it felt, see what the community was saying, see what the supporters were saying. Was it able? Was I able to find other like-minded people within our community, but also within businesses that make Miami the unique, beautiful place that it is to go on this journey with me. Because obviously there's a lot of things that you have to take into consideration, right? You have to, the way I envisioned it, you have to get artists that feel excited about what you're trying to create. You have to get speakers who also feel excited about what you create. Vendors, supporters, right? So you go down the list. And although 2019, a lot of it came from just being able to put passion and purpose in place, you know, I started to take on, initially, I started to take on things, a, a lot of things financially. And it wasn't necessarily uh, something that I 
didn't necessarily feel like I wanted to do. I felt like it was a part of what was required because of the commitment I made. So I just kind of did it and I created space and I just knew that, you know, the universe, if I did it with the right intention, everything would manifest itself beautifully. So needless to say, you know, the year goes on and you find beautiful people within positions of companies, CEOs, managers that want to financially as well as um, as well as help in other ways. Right. Where there's a partnership that I have with my beautiful family at Lululemon who want to come and, 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 and lend man support to kind of help facilitate the experience. Um, but throughout this journey, one of the things that you know I was incredibly blessed is to have the opportunity to work with this law firm here in Miami called Strim's Law Firm. And I personally developed a relationship with the CEO. And he had an opportunity to come with his lovely wife and share in this mindful experience. And throughout this journey, you know, I just organically, it came, opportunities came for us to kind of discuss and figure out how, and, and not only how the work and how what we were trying to create was being impactful, but how could we create that same messaging to be a part of what they were doing in their law firm, Strum's law firm. And it organically, in, in a very beautiful way, created space and opportunity for them to come on as a sole sponsor for all of our events, which is, you know, beyond anything I, I ever dreamt. You know, when you when you create space and you create something, you know you're doing it for the right reasons. To be able to have the support um, to that extent from someone and from a and from a group of people that see value in what you're doing, not only does it make it possible for us to continue to grow this movement and now expand upon what we've started in this new year, but it allows you the freedom to be able to do that. So as we go on this journey, if you if you're blessed with an opportunity or you're if you're if you're able to because of your availability to come and experience one of our events, you'll start seeing more um, of their awareness um, through through their team as well as with, within our marketing materials that relates to our events. And it just speaks to the fact that again, this is another opportunity for people to show up for brands, for companies to show up within our community to lead space for what we're trying to create. So using that same awareness and kind of carrying that same energy into some of the things that we're gonna do with that same love and that energy, not only from um, our sponsors, but from our community. One of the things that we did in 2019 in a review, one of the things that we created, we found that people who came to, or tribe members that came and experienced our tribal talks, because they happen only once a quarter, wanted a way of being engaged monthly. So we created something called a tribal talk and with Tribal Talks, we were able to get the love and support of one of the locals, if not the premier local coffee house here in Miami called Panthers Coffee. And we were able to host a monthly meeting where people were able to come together. And it wasn't necessarily a space to meditate, but it was a place for us to come together and share. You know, I think the Breathe Life, in my opinion, the Breathe Life uh, movement is, yes, about mindfulness, but it's also about creating content and space for us to have meaningful discussions about mindfulness so that we can continue to pour more into our lives and pour more into the lives into the experience of this life that we're experiencing and if we do that collectively then collectively we improve we grow right so the tribal talks were more about was more about creating and holding space for us to come together as as community um, to share in some of those meaningful discussions and what was really dope is that there were coaches and healers and individuals from all over our community some with whom i've I've known um, through previous events and some who came for the first time. So it was really powerful and it was a beautiful opportunity and I'm so grateful for the for the team um, supporters and the family at Panthers Coffee for holding space. But one of the things that I wanted to do with 2020 is to use that opportunity to expand upon it. And one of the things that kept showing up for me at the Tribal Talks was, man, it would be really nice if we can come up with an opportunity to actually meditate. 
So here's what I decided to do. For 2020, we're actually gonna table the tribal talks for now, and we're gonna use that same energy and hopefully embody within this new idea of what we wanna create every month. So every month we're going to roll out, or I'm going to roll out, introduce, a program called Quiet Club. So Quiet Club, envision this, is an intimate group of anywhere between 20 to 24 individuals coming together where there's gonna be elements of live music from which I'll lead a witness meditation over towards the end of the experience. Uh, but it's going to be an opportunity for us to be able to break off in subgroups, uh, speak about meaningful discussions that's relevant to us as a society as well as individuals at that, at that pertinent time. Like one of the things that we're gonna talk about is how to find purpose, how to overcome objective, um, how fear can often lead to purpose. So we're going to talk about meaningful subjects like that, just as we did with the tribal talks, but we're going to do it in a more intimate, inspiring, not to say that Panther's Coffee wasn't inspiring, but an environment that leaves space for us to be able to drop into a meditation experience. So therefore, the space that I was looking for to hold these quiet clubs was a space that had intimacy, but also had elegance, um, had energy but also had a certain level of awareness from the people with whom the space represented as well. So I went and I searched long and uh, long and, and, and hard for a space that I thought would be an embodiment of hosting these quiet clubs. And we're so beyond, I'm so beyond proud to announce that we found a perfect home um, here in Miami at this brand new premier hotel um, that's been developed by the Tripiani group called the Mr. C Hotel in Coconut Grove. Now, there are so many players with whom I, I, I owe a huge uh, gratitude, and I want to make sure I create space for that. Um, Dom, um, community leader at Merrick Park, thank you for Lululemon at Merrick Park. Thank you for your continued love and support. Dom is so integral in drawing the connection and creating space for us to be able to, for me to be able to go in and, and not just go in with this idea, but go in and actually connect with the right kind of per the right person. Uh, Crystal, you know who you are. She was also uh, an integral part in making this um, happen and come into fruition. Um, Iris, who's in charge of all things Mr. C, need to find space in her heart for us to hold space and for us to see, for her to see value and what we could potentially bring to their space. Um, Marella, as well, with team at Mr. C Hotel, thank you again for creating space for this. So the idea is to be able to, every month, create and hold space for these quiet clubs. So here's what to expect. Like I mentioned, there's gonna be meaningful discussions. I see this being a space where we're gonna use a lot of the performers that we're gonna use for our bigger mass meditations that get that attract anywhere between 60 to 100 people. But again, it's gonna be more acapella, just allowing them to play their instruments while leading you through a meditation. We're gonna have um, drinks and food, hopefully um, in conjunction and in partnership with Mr. C, Mr. C Hotel, we're gonna have tea that people can kind of relax and enjoy. We're also gonna have breakup groups. So it'll be an opportunity for you to, within this small setting, it'll be an opportunity for you to be, to be able to engage with someone within your own community, which is really cool. We're gonna give out prizes or we're gonna have kind of like campaigns and, 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 and um, in uh, competitions, but meaningful competitions, loving competitions within this experience so people are able to go home with a keepsake. And we're also going to attach with these quiet clubs, we're going to attach uh, a book club. So I'm a huge reader. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm passionate about reading. And a couple years ago, I made a commitment to read four books a, a month. And whereas I initially began on doing a mind, body, spirit in a reread, so a book that I've read that I felt like I need to resurface, 
I've realized that recently I've been doing a, a mind spirit mind spirit kind of thing, right? That in in you know, so I make it however whatever my whatever my spirit is telling me I need. And right now where I'm at in this transitioning into 2020, I find that I'm reading more mindful spiritual literature. So nonetheless, every quiet club, at the end of every quiet club, we're going to make an announcement for whatever book that we're going to sign that month. And that the idea of that is to be able to create, hopefully create an, an, a community that's enriching and, and looking for opportunities to enrich themselves. You know, I, I forget who said it, but it was once said, the only true um, form of education is self-education. So hopefully with being able to make certain recommendations uh, of literature, people get excited about how they could pour into their own self. So anyway, so that's our quiet clubs. And obviously um, what we're gonna bring into 2020 is our mass meditations. I'm so excited to see where this is gonna go, but we're gonna do it more intentionally. You know, what few of you may know is that because 2019 was very much into kind of like passion and purpose, it was a personal project. A lot of times when it came to making these decisions on where to host these events, a lot of time it came into awareness three weeks prior. So if you know anything about doing any kind of event, three weeks is a very limited amount of time to draw the right partnerships, look at the venue, um, orchestrate what kind of artists you want to have there. So with 2020 and having the support um, from our sponsor as well as our community, we want to be more intentional. So we're going to forecast outward what we're going to do. So starting at our first event, January 16, we're going to have the com complete season in review so that you guys can see it, so it'll be posted. So hopefully you can plan in advance. So we're gonna have not only every quiet club already dated in the book so that you can see and hopefully be a part of it, but we're also gonna use that same opportunity to announce our mass meditations. So again, so you guys can forecast and see if it can fit within your schedule. So it gives you more awareness of where these things are gonna fall, right? So that's something that I'm really excited about because I think it's gonna create more opportunity and more exposure for people to be a part of this movement who may need to know more in advance than what we've, or way, the way I've gone about it in 2019. So with that advance notice, one of the things that you're gonna see within the Miami community, as well as our online communities, we're gonna start doing Breathe Life activation pop-up stations. And what that is, it creates an opportunity for those partners that we have, those, those businesses that we have, those areas of Miami that support what we're trying to do. We're gonna occasionally set up tables for people to register for our mass meditations as they come closer into line site. And what we'll be able to do is when we pop up or when we have or when we create these opportunities, we're going to have so many different cool ways of engaging with people who decide to register during that time. And we'll get more into that later. So look, look forward to seeing that. The other thing that you'll realize is different with our mass meditations is that last year we did three. This year we're, we're looking or slated to do four. So the idea is, without getting into too much details, is to have um, our first one in February. So that one I can actually give you all the details for. So our first mass meditation for the season, 2020, is going to be at the very own Mr. C Hotel. And it's February 21st, which is a Thursday. And we're looking at doing it the same timeline, 6.30 to about 9, 9.30. So go ahead and mark that down if, if you're listening and you want to be a part of it. I haven't posted it. It's not live on Eventbrite. So you'll, so, you'll, so you'll know I'll probably end up posting that information a day after our first quiet club, which is... Um, January 16th. So anyway, the idea is to be able to have a mass meditation in February, have another one in May, one in September, and then one in December, right? So so again, that's just kind of give you a little bit of a uh, uh, forecast ahead before actually having this information written up. Um, so today's short breath wasn't 
actually that short. It was to kind of give you guys a back behind the scenes look of some of the things that you can kind of see happening within the space of 2020. Again, I'm so excited to be able to use this podcast as an opportunity to connect and hopefully add value. Um, and, and I think that if we do it and I, and if I put the kind of attention into it, I think it could potentially grow into something that does just that. I've been very blessed so far to have so much love and so much support from people within the community. I can only imagine, I can only imagine how, how far and, and, and how long and how many people um, this journey and this movement could continue to impact. With the introduction of our Brief Black team, which I haven't even got on, I haven't even expounded upon, um, we have a team of people that are now going to be um, a part of this Brief Black movement that you guys can become aware and, and, and connect and associate with. And I'll create space for this Brief Black team to come and share on our podcast as well. So anyway, guys, that's it. Um, stay tuned for more. Um, if there's anybody within this community, Miami community or abroad, that you think you would love an opportunity to be on the Brie Bike podcast, DM me, let me know, hashtag or Instagram, and I'll reach out to them. And, and if they fit with the flow and with the mindfulness, then we'll create space for them. But, but I'm excited for what this new year has in store. Thank you for coming this far. And yeah, stay, stay tuned and continue to uh, give me feedback because again, I see this thing expanding far beyond where we are right now. And I know with the right kind of awareness, it will. So thank you guys. I hope you're um, starting your new year off with uh, a beautiful, a beautiful beginning. And I look forward to our continuous growth. All right. Free bye. Hey, Tribe. So if you're excited about the Breathe Life content and you want to find other ways to stay connected, the next time you're on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, be sure to type in Fahim Jahid or Breathe Life into the search bar and check out all the mindful things we have going on.